Want to smash in demon face like Xanril Gloomson did? Head to BrassCityGames.com or call them, 847-201-1412. Tell them Morphos sent you. Brass City Games in Round Lake. Welcome back to Reboots and Dragons, the podcast that reboots movies playing D&D. With me today, I have... John. Adam. Xander. All right, guys. You have any idea what this movie is? No. No. Anyone want to take a guess? Uh, man, uh, no, I have no no clue. You gave All us right. no, no hints. Really. I did it on purpose. I'll give you one more clue and see if this helps. This is our Halloween episode, and not the movie Halloween just this is for October. This is for a Halloween episode. This is that so it's, it's horror genre. Anything? Any free guess? Friday the thirteenth? No. We're starting we're, we're starting together on some type of trip. Yep. So Cabin in the Woods? De- death race. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I uh I, I like Adam's very close, but um that's not it. Army of right. Darkness. Wow, you guys are so close. Um, so I'm just going to uh, start this out real quick and see if uh, tell me if you know what movie this is. Legend has it that it was written by the Dark Ones, Necronomicon Ex Mortis. Roughly translated, Book of the Dead. The book served as a passageway to the evil worlds beyond. It was written long ago when the seas ran red with blood. It was this blood that was used to ink the book. In the year 1300 AD, the book disappeared. Do you guys know what this is? I mean, is it the original or the remake? <laughs> okay, so... Just, just guess it. Sounded pretty original. Okay, so what we're doing here is we're doing Evil Dead 1 and 2, yeah. kind of a combination, because they're pretty much the same movie. It's just they keep going. All right, so um, real quick, a confession. Part of the reason that I wanted to do this movie... Well, I, number one, I always wanted to do this movie for this, like, before we even started... But I also, once I started thinking about this movie, I really wanted the Necronomicon to now be canon in the Reboots and Dragons universe. So from now on, if you're ever on this show, just be aware that the Necronomicon might show up again. And you guys haven't found it in game yet, but I'm just going to show you. I spent a lot of time at work this week, and John saw me making this. <laughs> we got a Necronomicon full of fun stuff in here. So we're... uh. That's Just so awesome. you know, we got some shit. Can I look at this? Uh, no, you have not found it in oh, game yet. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a fucking like comic book or something. I was well, already excited to be here. I'm twice <laughs> as excited to be here now. Yeah, I uh, I I really hate the thing where like I get some stuff done at work, but like I can't do the shit I really needed to do. But like I could do all. But I'm a graphic artist at my day job, so it's like we were slow this week, so I got some stuff done. Anyways. Where our movie begins 
you guys are in a cart together. Uh, you said you have a significant other. What was her name? Silidaria. Uh, yep. Uh, if you've seen the movie, she's totally going to die. She's a lovely young elven lass. Oh, I feel almost bad that I'm going to kill her. Um, <laughs> so anyways, you guys are in a cart together. I guess I forgot to do the thing at the beginning. So, John, do you want to explain your winged friend to us? Ka is a level three monk. He's an Aarakocra and neutral alignment, kind of a hermit. Likes to fly around, just hang out, talking about the sun bro, Lathander. <laughs> nice. Adam, who do you got? So my guy is Olaf Olenov Igorsky. He's a human barbarian from the frozen wastes of Muscovy. He was raised in the barbarian way of life, but at a young age he was exposed to a traveling band of bards that captured his imagination. They were from the far-off western city of Wartorke. The name of this amazing, awe-inspiring group was Father Vermin. Olaf uh, vowed one day to go to this Wartorki and become a big-time metal star like this band. He got his chance when Muscovy finally opened up the walls to trade with the West. He got into an exchange program that let him attend finishing school in Wartorki. He's been having a grand old time and even started his own band, Berserker, in a slight nod to his barbarian roots. He still has pure barbarian blood coursing through his veins, so... I wouldn't cross him, but he's a level one barbarian, a level two bard. And you're probably going to need some of those buffs. All right. Uh, Xander, uh, tell us about your uh, character. All right. I'm playing Xanril the Hunter. Um, at a young age, he and his friends used to play hide-and-seek together to near exhaustion, and he always seemed to win. <laughs> As he grew older, that he found that his knack for finding things or people uh, was growing even more honed. Uh, 15 years of age, he became the member of an elite monster hunting group that kind of protected the local area where he lived. So he spent a few years doing that, and uh, he also met a young elvish girl named Silidaria, who is accompanying us currently. And they are engaged to be married. She's the love of his life, so we'll see how that goes. Um, <laughs> but uh, he's For, uh, for, uh, for plot, uh, you have a necklace with you that you're thinking about giving her okay. at the cabin. I, I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, he uh, he saved her from certain death. They fell in love, all that good stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's the kind of guy that well, you know, if you see him, he'll he's quick to give you a smile and a joke and buy you a drink, but you probably won't see him. <laughs> all right, all right. So where our scene enters, one of you will ask someone else how far away are we? Are we? And the other one will say near the Tennessee border, and then go. How much far we have? I can fly up and check. <laughs> oh, hey. please do, Birdman. Okay, car flies out of the. What are we in? A car? You're in like in a cart. I, I guess you're going to have a donkey just pulling oh, slowly good. a cart. Yeah, oh, good. So yeah, I, it's it's a beat up cart because they have a really beat up car in there. Yeah, take off, fly up, look around. I don't know what I'm looking for. All right, so what so what I you're seeing is it looks like the Smoky Mountains around the Tennessee area, lots of um, mountains, but they're not like the snow-capped mountains, just lots of trees everywhere. Off in the distance, you see a very deep valley and a like really shitty-looking bridge that doesn't look like it would hold up to a lot of weight, but, you know, whatever, the infrastructure in our uh in in the reboots and dragons world of america the infrastructure is horrible 
it's not like real life you know in real life we take care of our roads and stuff no <laughs> no it no. sounds like tennessee to me <laughs> No, I think the roads like are look probably better than the ones you got outside right now. <laughs> yes, for the listener at home, I parked uh, in an entire pothole. That's just—I figured I'd be safe yeah, down there. Chicago. Uh, I have lived in this apartment for three years, and every year we have had construction on this street. I don't know if they're just fucking with us, but it's just Chicago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, you fly back down and tell them. Yeah, I fly back down. I say there looks like there's a really shitty bridge that we're going to be crossing. In a little while, mm-hmm. I didn't. I don't have a good depth perception or distance judgment, so I'm not really sure. But it's your bird, the, man. The sun is beautiful today. Lathander would really like it. Yeah, I also should have mentioned that there's three other NPCs with you who are all f- friends with you, but they're like insignificant friends that you know, like in the back of your head, you know, if shit went down, they'd probably just die. You have a, a girl named Cheryl with you, a girl named Shelly with you, and a dude named Scotty. And and Scotty's like, like, oh man, I can't wait to the, get to this cabin. It's just, it's just roads are just horrible around here. Hey, whose cabin is this, anyways? Oh and, my God, Scotty doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, one of you guys, uh, who wants to say that you set up this trip? What do you guys set this trip up? I feel like that's a little out of character for me. So. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone? Well, he is the bard, I would think. Bard, was it you? <laughs> okay. Um, bard slash party planner? So yeah. do I just... Just, uh, just make something up. I'm just kind of ha- trying to have fun with this. Okay. <laughs> We're going to my friend's cabin in the woods. Oh, I can't wait to go there, man. I'm just sick of these bumps everywhere. I think Tennessee would take better care of the roads. Oh, in Moscovy, road drive you. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. You're going to need inspiration points, so take an inspiration. Yes. All right, so you guys approach the bridge... And it doesn't look good, but you know you have to go over it. So you cautiously go over it, and then very ominously, a board breaks underneath your tire, and you barely just get it over there and cross the bridge. And you're like, fuck, man, I hope we can get back over that bridge. That's some foreshadowing. I didn't ask you guys. Do you guys know this movie very well? No. I've watched it enough times with you that Yeah, you know it's one of my favorite movies? Yeah, yeah. I've seen it a few times, but not enough to remember all the important stuff. So <laughs> nice, Cody brought out a uh, evil, evil Ash. Evil Ash. Del, yeah. that's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> Would I be able to jump out and cast mending on that on the on the bridge or no? You know, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to I'm not going to railroad you yet on something insignificant. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to cast. Uh, Cast mending. That is that a, is that a spell slot that probably could have been used for something way better? No, that's a cantrip. How about this? To save time, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Yeah, so the bridge looks about as good as the day was made, which was still not very good. Like these uh these people up in the Tennessee mountains, they are all like God's people and they worship the uh, demigod Jesus, who is the God of carpenters. And uh, so because of that, they think they're really good at carpentry skills, but really, no, they should have actually learned some stuff instead of praying to a God about making this bridge. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, cool. And I jump back onto the cart. <laughs> all right. So yeah, you guys are back on the cart. You go about an hour deeper into the woods and you come up to a cabin and, uh, it looks a little beat up, but also this is D&D world. With This is par for the course. It looks just like any other cabin in the woods that you would call home because, again, D&D. It's not anything special. 
Um, actually, that's a good point. I should probably just pull up a picture. I could do that. Come, friends. Look at my friend's cabin in the woods. It's so basic. It's like on the cards that you send in the post. Yeah, so... There she is in all her glory. Yeah. Does it have a door? That's the door, though. That's the door. That's the windows. I mean, yeah. I see a door away, but I don't see an actual door. Does this guy just not quite close his door ever? Um, that's just a, that's just yeah. a picture. It does have a door in the movie. So right now we're going on Evil Dead 1 at some point. Got it. So um, for people who haven't seen this movie very much, Evil Dead 2 starts out with pretty much Evil Dead 1's plot line, except for they got rid of all the extra characters, and it's just Bruce Campbell and his girlfriend, and then it skips over a lot of that stuff to the point where he has to kill his own girlfriend, and then it starts Evil Dead 2. So we're just going to splice the pieces of Evil Dead 1 into that and then continue on Evil Dead 2 because... Spoiler, I'm also setting this up for a sequel where we're going to do uh, Army of Darkness eventually because... Called it. Yep. <laughs> no, that's also one of... I, I actually saw that as a little kid opening weekend. It's like, I don't know. This is just... It's a very, uh, very personal movie to me. <laughs> All right. So, we're okay. So, yeah, you pull up to this shitty looking cabin, but, you know, D&D standards, it's not that bad. You stayed in worse. They told you ahead of time to check for the keys or left right above. There's a... You know, it's a thick wooden door frame. So you just reach up and grab the keys. You look inside, and it's actually pretty well furnished. There's, you know, there's tables and bookshelves, and there's like a giant deer head on the wall that looks kind of ominous. And there's, uh, you also notice, like, this is like the living area. There's uh, off to the side, there's a couple bedrooms, and there's like a dining room through, through another door. But in the big living area, you also notice like a trap door to some kind of a cellar. But yeah, if you've all seen the movie, it's not a very big cabin. There's only so many doors. What you guys do? Um, all right, I'm going to go to Shelly and go, Shelly, you come with me. We come to this room over there. And we go <laughs> to the back room and just like un- start unpacking it. But I just like I'm picking her. Okay. Okay. So you just because there's, I'm, okay, I'm assuming so... there's not six rooms, you know? Yeah. Like we pair off probably. We do. Hey, hey, internet, tell me how many rooms are in this? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck yeah! There's, there's, dude, the internet's the best. <laughs> I just picture you like manhandling this girl and like just taking her into one of the bedrooms and then like, like singing her sweet songs about vodka. <laughs> <laughs> you like no? Nazdrovye. <laughs> So um, another thing I should have mentioned is when you were coming up, you also did notice there was a shed, like it's like a tool shed um, that's also in the movie. So things you might want to know. But as of right now, you guys don't suspect anything about this cabin. You guys just are rented for the weekend. It's a getaway. You guys brought a little uh, mead and wine and you guys are just ready to uh, you guys are unpacking and uh, I don't know. Talk to each other. Okay. Uh, well, can I do detect magic? <laughs> yes, but uh, I want to. I want. I, I want you. If you're going to do detect magic, you have to explain to me why you're detected magic. Are you just paranoid? Um, well, the picture of the cabin you showed us, you're showing us is creepy. Yeah, it's it's actually uh, <laughs> intentionally made to try to look like a skull. If you see yeah, it, there, like yeah. yeah, yeah. Sam Raimi was very uh, over when he was trying to do stuff. Um, <laughs> so yeah, okay. You, you just you're just paranoid, like. Hmm, maybe this is a evil cabin. I don't know. It just seems creepy looking. So 
Okay, so uh, detect magic, uh, how does that work again? I just detect magic within th- th- uh, 30-foot radius. Um, <clears throat> His yeah. eyes glow, and he would know like what type and all that. All right, you feel underneath you, there's a very, very, very powerful dark magic. <laughs> I feel like this is like just complete. Like, all right, I had a feeling this is going to go different because you know D and D is always different because you have magical powers. But yes, there is something very strong, powerful, evil magic underneath you. Okay, um, do you think this this might throw things off? No, much? no, no. No matter what, you guys are fighting some demons tonight. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, so I'm going to go to these guys and go. Hey, I feel something weird. Underneath this house, Xanrol nods at you and then begins to go and like check all the doors and windows and you know mm-hmm. secure like kind of lock the place down because he's used to doing that anyway. Oh, okay. So you guys, you're uh, securing the building, making sure you can't get in or out of windows and doors, and that way he knows where all the exits are, all the okay. entrances. He's kind of trying to familiarize right. and memorize the place. Yeah, I, I know for a fact just from you know in the movie, there's a back door. Oh, you can see right there. Yeah, there's definitely a back door that you can get through. You got the front door. I know there's side windows, but I don't think there's any other exits other than that. Can I cast alarm on the back door? I don't care, yeah. Okay. Sure. It lasts for eight hours if anything walks through it. Uh, I will get a mental ping, or it'll do an audible sound of a bell ringing. That I would, 60 oh, feet. okay. I would say, hey, do this on basement door. <laughs> do this alarm on the he, basement he door. kind of nods at you and walks over. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Scotty's kind of an asshole. He's like... What are you guys all pa- paranoid about, man? It's just a cabin, man. We're just going to get sloshed here, man. You know, we're college students. Woo! Scotty, <laughs> get me a beer. Silence. He's just like, I already got you too, bro. And he just throws you uh, a... <laughs> an ale. Yeah, an ale and a an horn. It, like, it, it's in a, like a horn, like a sheep horn. Humans. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot you're a bird. <laughs> uh, Scotty is definitely a human from the uh, douchebag clan. Oh, okay. Great. <laughs> is this a, a wall? Uh, I think so. Wait, can it looks, I? Can it I looks see? like it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's just cut away so you can see the kitchen area. Okay. Yeah. I actually am glad I printed that out. I think that's going to come in very handy. Um, I'm going to post up in this corner. You know, grab a grab a drink, grab my lady. <laughs> we'll go sit down like over here where I can kind of keep a All view right. of the room. And- so l- let me just recap the situation. Right now, the three adventurers are very paranoid. And then the rest of the NPCs are still kind of like, oh, well, it's going to be a great weekend. And, and you guys are ready for action. That's what's happening right now. <laughs> um, just as like a side note, I don't actually look paranoid okay like, clearly that's all he's thinking about <laughs> so you're just kind of making eyes at the other adventurers like something's up it's like everything's cool but if it's not cool we're, we're we'll be okay you know i'm keeping an eye on it yeah and scotty says something along the lines of like oh man you're always detecting evil the only evil is the stuff i'm going to be getting into that bedroom right shelly and she's like oh no you're who are we going after? I went. I, I took Shelly. Shelly's like, yeah. oh, right, Cheryl, and she looks all embarrassed, like, oh, you get away from me. I thought he was going to give me an excuse to shoot Shy Scotty just like right now. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that would be interesting. <laughs> we never even get to Divas. We just it turns into a hiding a body and never talking about it again. Movie. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Sorry, it just went off. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> So, yeah, I guess fast forward, the 
uh, you guys are unpacked. Yeah, we're just hanging out in the, I guess, living room. Yeah, you guys are unpacked. You're hanging out. You guys are a couple beers in. Now you guys are just kind of playing games, and you start hearing some, like, rattling from downstairs, just like a... I don't know if that translated, but... It might have. Might have. I don't know. Just, like, some shaking and stuff, a little rustling downstairs, and uh, do you do anything? Or are you just like, no, we're good? I would keep my eyes trained on the... Little spot there, but we've got an alarm on the back door and an alarm oh. on that. Also, in the movie, if I have to, uh, if you guys are that paranoid, there is actually like a chain that goes through that can lock that. Yeah, we would probably do that. I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah I just realized yeah. I should tell you that because <laughs> if, if you guys are paranoid about that, okay, cool. I mean, honestly, I think logically, if we heard something move around in the basement, like I would fucking just run away and leave. Oh, you guys, are you guys going to go that route? Well, no, I'm saying, like, me personally. <laughs> oh, so, you like, personally, not your character. But my character, I don't, I mean, I don't know if I want to. I, I feel like you would probably try to check it out, yeah. and I would just be running point, All right, like, in off character, on the side. In character, describe what you're saying. No, I'm, uh, I guess I'm, I'm like, what is this noise? Sounded like it was coming from below. Should we, should we investigate? Uh, Cheryl goes, no, 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 let's just. Let's Shut just it, have- Cheryl. Oh. Oh, okay. Thank you, humans. <laughs> I, I walk over and like give Cheryl a little pat. Like it's it's cool, you know. Yeah. Calm down, and then I say, "I oh, yet yeah, we we probably should look into that." And Scotty's like, "Yeah, yeah, definitely." Like, what are you guys afraid of, man? What's the worst that's going to happen? And he just haphazardly just goes over, unlocks it, and walks down the steps. Bye, Scotty. <laughs> Okay, who wants to lock the door behind him? I do. Okay. <laughs> okay, so that's all. We all we all go up to the door and um, basically close it behind him. So you you close the trap door at Scotty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let, let us know how it goes. <laughs> Check it out, Scotty. Tell us if you need us. Report so you back. hear silence for about five minutes. I'm going to do all five minutes in real time. <laughs> uh, no, after five minutes, it's just like, hey, guys, I found some really cool stuff down here. I think I'm going to play with it. <sighs> Not the San Francisco thing all over again, Scotty. <laughs> Don't put it inside you. <laughs> all right. Uh, so you guys just going to leave them alone still down there? Scotty, come back outside. I just opened a beer for you. This is Professor Raymond All right, Moses. so from down there, this is kind of muffled, but you can hear downstairs like he found something that's playing some audio. <laughs> and this is through the floor blower, so it's a little muffled. You can definitely hear someone talking. My daughter Annie and associate professor Ed Gedley was in the rear chamber of the castle, stumbled upon something remarkable. Naturum de Monto. Can we do something like? Oh, you guys could totally do that. I believe this. I'm gonna bust, I'm gonna bust up in the door and throw. Throw just an unlit torch at the book. Like at him. Do I see him at the? Do I see him at the bottom of the? Yeah, he, he's standing next to some kind of device that plays audio and it's playing this audio. I throw, I'm, I'm gonna throw a torch at them. the thing. It's like made out of stone. It's like a magical device used by wizards to uh, play uh, to to record their voice. So it doesn't do anything. It's not like it's it's not burnable. It's, okay. Oh, oh no, no, shit, he started unlit- saying some stuff. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Demons. Some stuff's happening. You hear some stuff happening. <laughs> I don't think this is going to go well for Scotty, guys. 
Yeah, what am I? What am I seeing right now? What's so the, you you're down down there. You I'm at the I'm at the door of the, of the Let, thing. Yeah, of the uh, entrance to the basement. So what happened there is he just pushed play on something, and in Scotty's hand, you see him have a book. It's like a book bound in human flesh. It's like you could tell it's like flesh from a face, just and it's inked in human blood, and it's a. Uh, I guess you don't know this because you don't have it yet, so I'm going to shut up. But uh, you could tell that someone was studying this book. This like there's like a office set up there with a bunch of notes and translation, and he pushed play on some device that this wizard was using to record his findings. And as the incantation of this translation of the book were being read. All of a sudden, from upstairs, you heard that window break, and um, now Cheryl is, she looks a little weird. Her face is all distorted, and her eyes are, like, green, and, like, just solid green, and, uh, yeah, what do you guys do? So she's behind me, right, because I'm at the door? I thought you are you're, okay, so here's... I'm at um, the top of, top of the stairs. Yeah, okay, so that's that's the trap door right there. Okay. And uh, that's the front door. So this she, is the window, so she's over here by this front okay. window. Okay. It's not a big room. I'm going to say, I'm going to make it bigger just so there's room to fight. I'd say it's going to be like 30 by 20. Sound good? And we all we all saw her face Yeah, she just, yeah, she, like the, the, the window broke and she just looks creepy now. Uh, I would immediately like train my crossbow on her. Whip it out and yeah, <laughs> whip it out. I guess uh, we should probably try to see what the hell's going on with her. All right, is she, she moving? What is she doing? She's just standing there, eerily, kind of standing there, just like dead eyed. And then all of a sudden, she says, "I have and she falls to the ground uh seemingly normal i don't trust it <laughs> nor should you nope <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck was this? She is very, very scared now. She, you can tell, like she's just trembling. What, what happened to me? What? We're not quite sure, but for some reason, you decided that you would like to spend the rest of the night outside. <laughs> <laughs> Inspiration point. I like that one. All right. It's at this point that uh, I would like to point out that Tyler was supposed to be here, and he was talking about being a paladin, and I, I was like, that's the perfect thing to be for this, but. You could really use a paladin right now. Hold on, I'll multi-class. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tyler. <laughs> can I detect magic on her? Uh, I guess. You will said that that's do, a cantrip? Do, yeah, will that do anything? Yeah, you can tell like there is like a residue of magic. Is that a thing? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It is now. Uh, there's like a residue of magic on her, but like as of right now, she seems normal. Uh, what is the rules of detect magic? Like, How deep can you go? It just gives you, I believe it just gives you an aura uh, yeah. like of, of what kind of magic it is. It gives you the school, mm-hmm. and then if it's affecting them, 
uh, they have an aura around them. It doesn't tell you if they're innately magical or gotcha. if it's, and, you know, what it, I can learn at school of magic. Uh, so you, can uh, well, there's definitely action. some there. You feel a lot of necromancy around you. Okay. Um, I'll tell these guys. So we have necromancers around us. <clears throat> Necromancer magic. <laughs> Probably uh, not so at, at this point, you hear uh, footsteps coming up the steps, uh, uh, the the stairway from the from the basement, and you see Scotty just holding like, "Man, what's going on down there, man? I found this really cool book and this dagger, and he's holding this dagger that looks like it's got a uh, hilt with a bone uh, handle that's like carved into a face of like a like demonic looking person, and it's got like a blade that's uh, made out of like a spine. It almost looks like, and uh, he's just holding these." really powerful artifacts in his hands like it's uh you know a toy i'm i'm right at the top of the ship can i take them out of his hands and kick him back down the stairs <laughs> i guess so go for it <laughs> all right so I, I grab the book and i grab the knife and i just kind of like this is sparta <laughs> back down the stairs nat 20 <laughs> oh. okay then you you gotta roll damage oh jesus <laughs> I don't want to kill a poor guy. Uh, what is it for just a kick? Is that a D4 or D6? Yeah, I'd say just D4. Yeah, straight D4. The unarmed and strike. I don't, I don't have a strength bonus, so we're okay. Well, I don't think you add that to unarmed strike anyways, but... Okay. Uh, f- four. Four, but is that Jeez. doubled because of uh, that 20? Oh, my God. And then... Uh, hold on. Uh, where's a D6? You yeah. killed Scotty. Uh, I'm going to say it's at least 10 feet. In, it's, was it 1D6 per 10 feet? Oh, God. So that was a six I just rolled there on top of the eight. Scotty is down. <laughs> Xander, well, I have a healer's, tell you have a healer's kit. We can stabilize him, but let's figure this out real quick. Um, <laughs> yeah. You grab the book and stuff. Can I? Uh, do I sense necromancy magic coming from it? You don't sense necromancy spells as much as this is necromancy. Yeah. Like, it is, like... <laughs> Everything that you know about necromancy, this is like its source. If you don't know the movie very well, it is called the Necronomicon. Right. It is. So yeah, if you you want, I made a so nice. I, I, I would, I would hand it directly to you, but I'm hanging onto the knife because I think it's cool. Oh shit! This is awesome. I think you should stab the book. <laughs> I want to stab the book. That's that was my uh, one thing I wanted to really do. Oh wow! So these are all like actual spells. I'll explain it more if you, you're going to have to do some arcana checks, but each one of those pages have a meaning. I actually based it, like, I went pretty deep on this. I based it all on stuff that's canon in the uh, the universe, either from the Evil Dead or Ash vs. Evil Dead or Army of Darkness. So, yeah, that that's that's all very much canon stuff from... Uh, this is very interesting for podcast listeners. They're looking at my uh, my very <laughs> fancy book right now. We'll, we'll edit it out. I just want to get back home to my job at Smart. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Scotty's down. Uh, I looked through this. This is obviously powerful necromancy kind of stuff. This, but this page would interest me. Oh, uh, my character uh, is very much into uh, experimenting. Yeah, he's got alchemy supplies, poisoners' mm-hmm. tools. All right, he, he kind of made at it. This That's point, like his other part of his job. At, at this point, know? I have to ask, what languages do you know? Because this is written in several languages. I've got common, uh, elvish, orcish, and primordial. Primordial. Hmm. Okay, that's probably the only one that actually um, interests you, and there is a potions page, and there's uh, two specific potions that you can read. There's a bunch of other potions, but based on what you can read, 
Um, you don't know what the rest of them say, but uh, one of them is for a healing potion, and the other one is for a potion that makes you able to sleep for 100 year per drop. That is how uh, Ash gets back in Army of Darkness. And yeah, so you can kind of make it out. It's uh, some kind of like, it's an ancient version of common on that part. So, right. so you know how to make potions out of some stuff that I will roll for if you want to look for ingredients or if you have ingredients. Uh, yeah, I do want to look for, like once we've gone over this, if I can figure out what the ingredients and everything are, mm-hmm. um, I've got proficiency in investigation, nature, all okay. of it. So cool. I'm pretty adept at hunting down. All right, uh, cool. Reagents. So yeah, you have, uh, you have a healing potion recipe. All right. Uh, anyone else uh, thinking anything? I detected the magic on both items, right? And uh, and I, I can tell they're both necromancy, yes. related to necromancy. And now, so the when you also did that, you felt a little bit still from the basement. Guys, I'm not feeling good about this place. <laughs> oh, you worry too much, Scotty says. From the, I thought, yeah, I thought he was like, oh, said, oh shit, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> he wakes up for his music. <laughs> he does say that. <laughs> oh my god! Right, and I, uh, let's roll Scotty initiative. I was sick. Can I just put a bolt in him while he's yeah. on the ground? Like, I, yeah, I thought you knocked him out. Uh, well, I, I so, thought I knocked him out too. So <laughs> you see, you see him like just his face is sticking out from the thing, and he looks possessed. Typical capitalist pig. Never go down. Uh, roll an insight check, everyone. I'm going to see if you guys can uh, figure something out from this. Nat 20. Oh, I'm okay. Not, I'm not even kidding. Okay. <laughs> no, I believe you. Okay. So, um, At two so, in a row, even I start feeling sketchy. Yeah, because right? you're going to get, you know, a nat, uh, like a nat one's coming when it's going to be important. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> For the nat 20, I'm just going to straight out tell you this. You figured out that incantation downstairs unleashed some kind of evil force into this world. And when he went down to zero, which he did, he was dead. That evil spirit and all this necromancy, you know what necromancy does? It turns dead bodies into things to fight. And now there is a possessed friend of yours peeking out from, like, it's just like the shadows just right where you can just see the, where his eyes should be white. They're just bright green and they're almost glowing. His uh, eyes I are all my, sunken yeah, in. I Keep pull in my mind, guys. I pull my arrow out because I'm by the door. Wait. Yeah, mm-hmm. I already had my crossbow out when, what's her name? All right, I take went, a shot. Okay, I'm going to say that uh, since you guys had your readied actions, you can do that. This isn't like a surprise round. It's just a readied action. Take your shots, and uh, then we're going to go straight into initiative. Uh, that would be a 16. 11 for me. Okay, 16 does hit. All right, um, so to roll damage, I need to know, um, since I kicked him down, he took a bunch of damage, is he at full HP or not? Scotty was... Scott, no, <laughs> Scotty doesn't know. <laughs> uh, Scotty went down to zero. What you're fighting now is a demon that possessed the corpse of Scotty. So he's okay. got full health. So he yes, full demon. HP. Yeah, okay. Scotty... Is dead. I just needed to, to check. <laughs> but he doesn't that. know. He does He's not dead. know. <laughs> Scotty still. It happened so fast. He never knew that he was dead. Um, also, I don't know if you factored this in at all, um, but mm-hmm. I do have the sharpshooter feet. So uh, if you were counting half cover, three quarters cover, I ignore it. Oh, I wasn't, but um, that's a good point. I should probably should have because he probably does have yeah, some. Because we could only see his head. So yeah. I figured. I'm going to. S- I'm going to say he's out now. Whatever. He's not in full okay. cover. Let's just do this. Nine damage. 
All right, cool. So now it is it is Ka's turn. Or is that how you say your name? Yeah, Ka. Ka? Okay. I think it's probably more like Ka. Yeah, but I, <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing the squat. I wish you had a squawky little accent. No, 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 no. So uh, I'm like blocking the doorway. Mm-hmm. So um, the front, as the front f- door. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, no, not well. He's at the uh, bottom of the stairs. In the no, he's at the top. He's now at the top of the stairs, oh, okay. looking out yeah. at you. Guys. We were all right at the top of the stairs. Right. So okay. he's like in us. Yeah. Okay. It's a small. It's not a very big room. Okay. So there's enough room where I don't have to move out of the way for him to attack. No. Okay. No. Yeah. I do a flurry of blows on him. All right. You blow him. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Plus your dex. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, 20, yeah, that hits twenty-two. <laughs> I, I like the ones where you don't have to do the math. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. I switched midway through because the first one had scale mail on, which was giving him nineteen. I was like, Scotty did not have scale mail no, on. No, Scotty didn't. <laughs> he did not. Scotty. I'm not giving the demon all of a sudden magic armor. And then the second one. So twelve. Oh, twelve. Yeah. All right. So tell me how that looks. You just go up and you're just like smack, smack, smack. No, it's talons, dude. Oh, so, so it's like scratch, scratch, scratch. Yeah. yeah. Do you hook, have, do you, hook. <laughs> do you have large talons? Yeah. Let me see. <laughs> you just saw it. Stop yeah, checking out my dog. talons, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, He's next... really interested. Don't kink shame him. Pull <laughs> off of proofs. All right. So next up is uh, is Andrew. All right. Um. Quick. Quick question. Uh, mm-hmm. Do I uh. Do I need to be tracking my ammo? Um, how much ammo do you have? I started with the basic 20. Yeah. Uh, I would say keep track of it to a certain extent, but just remember that this is a one-shot. You're probably going to be yeah. fine. I figured. And but- also, this is a very small set that you could probably just pick them up. So just if you remember to keep saying after these fights that you're picking up your arrows, yeah. don't worry about it. I mean, just don't worry about it too much. Yeah. So we're still dealing with Mr. Scotty. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go ahead and, and fire another shot this round. Uh, that would be 18. 18 hits. Beautiful. And now he is no longer at full health. He definitely is not at full health. Do you get something for not full health? I do. I have Colossus Slayer, so I deal an extra D8 if the creature I hit is below max HP. Well, shit, that's nice. Yeah. 11, 11 damage. 11 damage? All right. Uh, next up is Olaf. Uh, I'm just going to try to ca- No, I'm just going to try to hit him uh, with the arrow again. That is a 16. 16 hits. Oh, um, 12. 12 damage? Yeah. Damn. Fucking him up. All right. Now up is Scotty. I think he's dead. Oh, no. I was just seeing it. <laughs> I prepared a bunch of different demons from the player handbook, but I don't have them all memorized. <laughs> I mean, from the monster manual. So now I'm like, uh, what do I do? I just pictured like this crazy melee where like you were shooting stuff at him and he's punching him in the face and Scotty's like, okay. Ooh, he's plus seven to hit. Well, when you attacked... Range, you attacked range. You were right up on him, yep. so I'm guessing he's going to go for the person right up on him. Sorry. So, uh, a 15 to hit. Ties. Shit, that goes to attacker. Sorry. We roll all of them. That one hits. That one hits. So, all three hit. Sorry. All right. So, that's seven damage, three damage, uh, 13 damage. Total? 
Oh no, that was so. I'm I'm negative two right now. Negative two. So you're down, but you're not dead. Don't worry, I'm proficient in medicine. Mm-hmm. So am I. <laughs> oh, I got Good, then no bandage medicine. yourself up. I'm, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. <laughs> and that was his turn. Next up is John, which I guess you have to do a death saving throw. What is that? A D what? A D twenty, right? So. Yeah. Okay. And what does he have to beat? A ten, right? Uh, yeah. If it's above a ten, he saves. If it's a below a ten, he fails. Oh, he failed. You failed one. Uh-oh. Uh, someone better stabilize him. Next up is Zandril. All right. I, sh- sh- I'm holding the dagger, too. Like, I still have that. Should I stab him with it, or should we just keep going with arrows and bolts here? I think you can stab him, and then I don't know. If you can, and as a bonus action, he can't stabilize, right? It's, that would be one full action to stabilize, right? Yeah, it's either stabilize yeah. or attack. It's, it's, I, I would say stab Try him. Try to stab him, yeah. Here, where's the? I had the dagger thing out. Did that take that back or? Oh, right here. Here you go. It's plus two to hit. So add that to whatever other modifiers you have. Okay, that's gonna help. <laughs> yeah, plus two always helps. Uh, so let's see. There, there's be. a bunch of uh, weapons around here. By the way, you're just gonna have to find them. Okay, I actually have the same bonus with this as I do my crossbow, so that's not bad. All right, so uh, we're gonna take that dagger and just try to. Plunge it into his chest. Stab him like a capitalist pig. Uh, 17. 17 hits, and immediately when you stab him with it, it looks like milk. Starts like spraying out of his mouth in the wound. It looks like milk, but it's not milk. Trivia from the internet, it's actually non-dairy creamer. So if you're lactose intolerant, you're fine. Um, Roll damage. 12. 12 damage. All right. So with that, he falls on the floor, and I guess the dagger's just sticking out of him, and like he's just convulsing and convulsing, and then it just looks, it starts looking more and more like Scotty again, and now Scotty's on the ground looking at his chest like, what, what, what happened? For a second, you see Scotty again. And he dies, and you're right, he still right, doesn't know. Right before he dies. <laughs> right before he dies, can I get, like, next to his ear, and as I pull the dagger out of his chest, be like, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. he doesn't know. That's fine. I just wanted, I wanted those to be the last words that he heard. Why, why didn't I think I had to get that song queued up of this? <laughs> uh, it's all my fault. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. So, yeah, you guys are out of initiative. You just killed a demon. And, you know, that's a good stopping point. So, yeah, as the camera pulls away, y'all look like you've seen some horrific things, but you're calming down and everything looks like it's settling, and we'll be back next week uh, where we will see what happens with demons and cabins and stuff. Uh, Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Reboots and Dragons. Please come back next week where we'll talk about more things in the room that you can't see. Be sure to check out BrassCityGames.com. Theme song still done by Brian. Reboots and Dragons, a Something Street Studio production.